Radio Podcast with Scott and Keith. Uh, coming at you again for a second week uh, solo. Uh, Scott is still in Florida um, this week, uh, part of his, uh, his his company retreat slash personal getaway. I think he's enjoying a little vacation time, too. And, you know, listen, if you're smart, you do that. You know, if you've got to work on a vacation uh, or you've got to or you've got to go somewhere on business that you can make it a vacation, do that. You know, do the do the whole work vacation thing. And uh, actually, I'll be doing the same thing later on this week. So. That's why I'm coming at you again just uh, by myself because later in the week when Scott is going to be home, I will not be here. I'll be traveling, uh, oddly enough, to Florida, a different part of the state. But at any rate, uh, just wanted to come back on this week and kind of do the same thing I did last week. I think, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, obviously my hero from the Foo Fighters playing in the background here and um, introducing the podcast, the episode tonight. Again, unless you've been living under a rock, um, the Taylor Hawkins uh, Memorial Concert was held this weekend at Wembley Stadium. Uh, The first of two, there'll be one in Los Angeles, I believe, later on this month. But um, if you're like me, I I watched the whole thing and I was just, you know, being the music lover that I am, I was just enthralled with all the different, you know, artists that were playing and the combination of artists and you know the Wolfgang, Wolfgang Van Halen, uh, Justin Hawkins, Dave Grohl, Josh Fries, uh combination where they played "Hot for Teacher" and they played uh, "I'm on Fire" by Van Halen was just amazing. I mean, Wolfgang Van Halen has every bit of his dad's chops, man. I mean, he he played those songs flawlessly. Uh, would have made his dad proud, no doubt. <clears throat> and the other standout performance, among others was clearly at the end of the Foo Fighters set when they had Shane Hawkins, Taylor's son, come on. He's 16, and they played this song, uh, second to the last song of the set. And it was amazing, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that uh, later, but there, there's a moment in, in, in that, uh, in that uh, song where um, you know the song kind of breaks down toward the middle there that we just heard, and... Uh, you know, Shane, the, the camera's kind of focused in on Shane and Dave, and Dave is watching Shane, and, you know, he, he starts playing, he's bringing the song back up with a crescendo, and he's just playing his heart out, man. And uh, it was moving, it was touching, it was moving. And, of course, whenever the chorus comes in, and Dave sings, there goes my hero, watch him as he goes, there goes my hero, he's ordinary, there's something to that that I that I want to discuss tonight just for a little bit. There's something to the idea of the ordinary guy being a hero. I think, you know, we love the idea of heroes. We you know, if you look at our the the Hollywood uh, money-making machine that has been pumping out movies for the last 15, 16 years consecutively, uh obviously the Marvel Cinematic Universe comes to mind, but um you know, people love superheroes, man. We we love the idea of someone who's extraordinary with abilities. And the idea, I think, really is because whether people want to admit it or not, we love the idea of being saved. Now, of course, I could go off on a religious tangent because you know me. Um, but it's true. People love the idea of being saved. Uh, and that's what superheroes bring to 
the you know the entertainment field is is a story where you know where good ultimately prevails though it may struggle and that lives are protected and 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 there's this sense of sacrifice where the hero literally gives sometimes even to the point of death right um to save or to benefit others to the good of others and those sorts of stories move us i mean how many of those coming home videos uh, where soldiers come home from war and they surprise their family. Uh, how many of those just don't rip your heart right out, you know, because it's so moving to see these men and women that go overseas and literally give their bodies, their minds, their their heart to to protect the ones here that they love and then also the ones that they don't even know. Um, there, there is something emotionally taxing about that for us that we – we love it. We love the idea of a good hero story. And, um, and, and, and I think that's rightfully so. Um, and so, you know, when I think about, you know, my take on heroes, it's changed obviously over the years. Um, I think back to my first heroes. I mean, like anybody, when I was a kid, I would, you know, um, I had different kinds of heroes. I, I watched, you know, the super friends, so, you know, Batman and Superman and, you know, all those were, were, were definitely heroes that I admired. Um, but my first heroes were rock stars, right? That's, uh, you know, Kiss sort of reminded me of superheroes and the way that they didn't look like they were from Earth. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? They, they had this, this out of, out of this world persona that, uh, drew me in as a kid, but uh, you know, listen, let's be honest. Kiss has never saved anybody with their music. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, well, maybe they have, but you know, songs like love gun and <laughs> Dr. Love and, you know, rock and roll all night. Those aren't going to change the world, but they, they certainly have their place, right? Where they, they can certainly set a tone, right? If you're, if you're in a, you know, a, a upbeat mood or the celebration is involved and rock and roll all night is fantastic. Right. Shout it out loud! It's fan- they, they, they sing, these songs are like anthems where you can just you know pump your fist and really really feel uh, you know what you're feeling there. By the time I was in my teens, all of my heroes, musical heroes, were dead. Uh, I think back to you know Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, uh, John Bonham, Randy Rhodes. You know so many of of the the, the heroes that I looked up to, Jim Morrison. Um, all dead, you know, and then, and then even into the nineties, whenever I was in a band myself and, uh, you know, that, that influence that my heroes had had on me had, had manifested in my life. And I'd become a musician and was playing all over the country and doing that sort of thing. Uh, even then my heroes were still dying, right? Kurt Cobain, you know, kills himself. And then in the early two thousands, Lane Staley died, one of my favorite singers from Allison Chains and, you know, all, when I look back at my heroes during that period of my life, they were all my heroes were dead. And so there's a downside to that, right? For all of the positives that heroes provide for us, where there's hope, right? And there's, there's, um, again, this, 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 um, this martyrdom aspect of, of heroes that hopefully encourage us to be better and to do more and to look out for the little guy and all that. The downside of, of having heroes is that who you pick to be your heroes 
might not be the best heroes, right? Like I said, all mine were dead, and they were all dead from drugs or alcohol uh, or suicide, you know, and that's <laughs> those aren't healthy models, you know, and it took me a little while to figure that out, but but I did, and uh, but it didn't stop me from my destructive behavior. I'll be honest. I mean, there was, there was certainly a, ro- a romanticism around, uh, you know, some of Allison Chain's music lyrically, you know, where Lane was in definitely in a dark place and I was in a dark place in my life. And, and, um, you know, obviously in my band, we were out playing, having the times of our lives, but I was still dealing with some emotional trauma from childhood. And, and, uh, there was certainly a, a, a mysticism and a romanticism, uh, around his lyrics regarding drug use and whatnot. And I, and I definitely can say with, you know, uh, full certainty that it had an effect on me. Um, you know, fast forward to, um, 2001, whenever I, I gave my life to Christ and became a Christian and, uh, began to work on myself and work my way out of, uh, you know, negative behavior that I've been influenced by my heroes from, you know, and getting sober, trying to be a good husband and good dad, my, my criteria changed. Right. So I started looking at, um, you know, just regular men, right? Regular men that were uh, at because I was twenty eight years old then, and and there were men that weren't much older than me, but that really had their lives together. And I was, I looked up to them, um, and they gave me something to aspire to, and they uh, really encouraged me to be better. And so there, they were these these, you know. Real heroes, and so so you go back to the chorus of of my hero by by Foo Fighters. You know, it says it says there goes my hero. He's ordinary, and what I I love the fact that the song what the song is pointing out is that that not all heroes wear capes, right? Not all heroes are 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 mystical made up characters from either Stanley or someone in the in the DC universe where um, they've given us symbols of hope, right? Even back, but it, but they're they're like real people. I mean, because even I mean, in in the Bible, we we have what we call the heroes of faith from Hebrews chapter eleven. But I mean, Superman himself was based off the model of Jesus Christ. Um, and um, you know, so my criteria of what I thought a hero was began to change, and it wasn't until really until the last couple of years that I was really able to verbalize that. You know, but I think about men in my life that that really, really were heroes to me. Uh, just lost one a man named Steve Wilshire. Uh, Steve was a phenomenal human being, uh, a man that was um, hardworking and completely selfless. Um, gave so much to to help others. Uh, he was financially well off. He had worked. His whole life, he had man had an incredible work ethic and was such a great example for others in that regard. Uh, but he did, some, but but with his wealth, he didn't he didn't buy yachts, you know. He didn't uh, um, he he didn't you know he, he didn't live an exorbitant lifestyle. I mean, when, if you met the guy, you'd never know that he was as wealthy as he was. But what he did with his wealth was was really what a, what makes a hero in my mind. He he helped others selflessly helped others. And, um, even now after his passing continues to do so. And, um, 
it wasn't just his his money that he spent. It, it was time and wisdom and life experience. And he truly mentored people and helped people in, in that way. Uh, another man, another hero in my life, a man named Jeff Harward. Jeff Harward was um, one of the first men to really kind of get through to me. Um, and um, he could look right past whatever facade I was putting up and really see me, you know, and he could talk to that version of me and really kind of helped me work through a lot of my garbage, um, you know, all, all the while giving me purpose and loving me like a son. Jeff Harwood was a hero to me. And, you know, after his passing, uh, he still does. I still listen to a lot of his sermons that I have recorded uh, that helped me continuously. Um, but, you know, not not just those guys, but I mean, there are other preachers that I admire, you know, this, men that I'm friends with, uh, men like, you know, some of these names, names may not mean anything to y'all, but men like Adam Shanks, and Terry Francis, and Daniel DeGarmo, and Chris Emerson, uh, all other preachers that, that I really admire for various reasons and that I'm friends with, but they... Um, those guys are heroes to me. Kenny Embry is another friend of mine. He's not a preacher, but he does a lot of work in the in the, the spiritual um, arena. You know, with his podcast that uh, draws a lot of, of of good influence in, and I admire him for that. You know, but I mean, we we saw we saw heroes come out of the woodwork during the the COVID pandemic. You know, my son-in-law just graduated nursing school and was you know, working as a nurse, you know, in, 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 a, in COVID units, you know, and working long hours in dangerous environment, you know, and um, very taxing all the while, you know, and he's doing so to take care of my daughter. And so, I mean, Ryan Graves, my son-in-law is a hero to me uh, because of what he sacrificed to, to, to be able to provide a good life for my daughter. Um. And other nurses and policemen and firemen. And the, the point is, is that a lot of these names that I'm bringing up, you you don't know. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you might know some of those guys, but you you probably don't know most of those people. And it's it's because you know, you know, often we equate heroes with guys like Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters or rock stars, just in general, like I mentioned before. Or sometimes, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll make heroes out of, you know, other public figures, you know, people that are in the limelight that can be seen. So on a national level or global level, they're a, they're a hero, but the real heroes, they're just, they're just men and women going through life, helping people, trying to make the world a better place. And, uh, you know, don't probably get the recognition they deserve, but truthfully, most of them probably wouldn't want it anyway. And that's kind of what makes them a hero again in my eyes. Um, I mean, just, you know, when, when I really think about it, just good, hardworking men that are, um, that get up every day and they go to work and they, they endure the worst that the world has to offer so that they can provide for their families. That's, that guy's a hero to me. And that, that extends all the way down to the guy who's riding on the back of a garbage truck because he's doing so to provide for somebody. Even if that somebody is just himself, that guy is working and he's doing honest work. You know, he's not out slinging drugs. He's not out 
uh, you know, uh, drug, you know, sex trafficking, or or he's not involved in the porn industry, or all these other you know, horrible things. Here's a, here's a guy who's taken what might be considered one of the lowliest jobs on the on the spectrum, and he's he's doing it for someone else to provide for someone else. And I think that ought to be commended. You know, I think a lot of times we turn our nose up or or look down our nose, depending on your perspective of people like that. But you know what? We need them. We need garbage men. You know, they they provide a service that not many will do, and we need them. We need uh, the the guys who work on the side of the road, keeping our roads and our infrastructure moving. We need those guys. Um, as been pointed out recently by a lot of different public figures, Jordan Peterson in particular. You know, we need bricklayers. We need, you know, the, the the guys who go out and work on the power lines when storms come through. All those guys, they're all doing that. They have a job to do, and they're doing it first and foremost to provide for their families. But second, they're also doing it for the benefit of, of others. And so, again, I, I think it's commendable to recognize that not all heroes wear capes, that they're ordinary men and women like you and me that are just doing their best to leave the world a little better than they found it. But getting back to the song, My Hero, the Foo Fighters song, and the concert this past weekend, like I said, you'd have to be living under a rock last couple of days not to see everywhere, you know, the uh, the video of, of Taylor Hawkins' son, Shane, playing the song with the Foo Fighters. And um, there were so many... So many moments during the song where, you know, Dave is looking at at him and he's just grinning ear to ear because he's, you know, he's seeing his best friend's son taking up the mantle. And at the same time, and it's it's hard not to get emotional talking about it, but at the same time, you're watching this 16-year-old young man just play his heart out. And you're seeing a whole spectrum of emotion where he's... He's playing with so much feeling. And there's clearly a desire to make his dad proud. And there's heartache. And there's maybe even anger that his dad was taken from him so soon. All wrapped into these little moments. And you see him, and there's one one part in particular, you know, where you can you see him actually kind of gasp for air because he's he's just giving it as all he's going for it and it's so endearing because he keeps going right the song crescendos out of the the middle eight you know breakdown part and they end the song and you got all of Wembley Stadium singing that song and it's there goes my hero and you know man that Taylor Hawkins was his hero his dad was his hero. And I'm sure he was a lot of people's hero, right? But there's another video circulating of him, I don't know, six or so years ago, backstage with a practice pad in front of him, and he's playing right along with his dad. His dad's up on stage playing, and he's set up right behind his dad, and he's just playing on this practice pad because he wanted to be like him. And you know, to you and me, and the rest of the world, Taylor Hawkins was a was a larger-than-life musical presence. He was an incredible drummer, a funny guy. Uh, obviously, he had his problems. 
but who doesn't? And um, unfortunately, those problems took him, I think, before before any of us were ready, but I know certainly before his son Shane was. And, uh, you know, to Shane, he was his hero, but he was also dad. And there's a complexity there that I don't even know that I can fully touch. That the heroes in people's lives are also people's dads, people's sons, people's wives, people's moms, people's kids. And so those last few moments of him playing that song, you're seeing all that come into a culmination of a moment that was being shared live for the whole world. A very vulnerable moment where this kid is playing his heart out to honor his dad. And so while Taylor Hawkins may be a verifiable hero, man, Shane Hawkins is a hero. A kid got up and played in front of 70,000 people in the whole world at the same time and and truly did his dad justice. And he played that song. He played his guts out, man, and it was moving. And I was moved to tears. And so here's what I want to leave you with. You might be somebody's hero. As a matter of fact, you probably are someone's hero and you don't even know it. It's funny how we interact with each other on a day-to-day basis. It's funny how we we go through our lives, just living our lives, just doing the things that we do. And whether we're visible on social media or not, you're visible in real life with other people. And people see you. And whether you know it or not, someone is probably looking up to you. And they're probably thinking, man, that guy or that girl, they've got... They've got it figured out. I'm going to take some cues from them. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, look, I'm nobody. I'm just an ordinary guy. I'm just an ordinary girl. I'm just a, I'm just a soccer mom who drives a Toyota. And yet, you're the reason that your household works the way that it does because you make sure everybody is fed, clothed, homework done, things are taken care of, and you probably work a job too. Ladies, I don't know how you do what you do. And so I could easily say that you also are my heroes. And probably a simple thank you is not enough. And so let me just leave you with that. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. There goes my hero. He's ordinary. While you and I might be ordinary, we also might be someone's hero. So take that for what it's worth. I hope that I've encouraged you and give you something to think about. Scott should be back with us next week, and we can get this thing fired back up and go back to business as usual, and you get get something else besides just me and my, my ramblings for the night. But in the meantime, you're a hero, whether you know it or not. Y'all take care. See you next week.